Mark Grant is with the National Federation for Independent Business. Mark, good morning to you. And uh, I know we've got a lot of questions for you based on, uh, you know, b- b- all the government programs that are going down right now. But, uh, sure. you know, a lot, a lot of things going on. First of all, what's the status of uh, many of these uh, b- programs that are going on right now with this passage? When can businesses expect to see some money, do you think? Well, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it very much. Um, yeah, I think uh, given that the everything's passed in Congress and we're getting the presidential signature, um, I think we're going to see something probably by early next week. It's the that's you know they got to some do some bureaucratic things, obviously, to get everything in line there. But uh, hopefully, we'll start seeing some things happening by early next week. Mark, uh, we're, yeah, we're looking at like $500 billion more. Is that right? This is after um, the most recent uh, PPP uh, program for small businesses. It dried up pretty quick, right? I mean, how many businesses yeah, did, do you know yeah. that uh, that applied for it and just were kind of lost in the process? Yeah, there's a lot of small – the smallest businesses uh, really got cut out of this, unfortunately. Uh, I think uh, somewhere about – 20% got what uh, they were looking for. So we have a lot of unmet needs out there. Now, the new program, uh, it's going to be like $475, $480 billion. $310 billion of that will be for small businesses. And I think in this round, they're definitely cutting out the uh, the big guys that slipped in somehow under the first package. So there'll be uh, three, uh, $250 billion uh, for the PPP program. And then uh, what they're going to do is uh, uh, put in in the emergency uh, loan program that they had another fifty billion, uh, and then another ten billion on top of that for that ten for that grant program that they set up for the initial ten thousand dollars each kind of thing for the folks who applied for that. Mark Grant is with us from the National Federation of Independent Business on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Mark, what are you looking at as far as, you know, a lot of the stay-at-home orders have been taken to May 31st, including here in Illinois. You know, once this economy does get rolling, what are you telling the business members? Is it going to come back with a bang? Is it going to be a slow comeback? What are you seeing in your research? Oh, I think it's going to be a slow comeback. And, and it really, we listen to what our members are telling us. That's kind of where we get our information and our data is from our, our members that we survey. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, they're chomping at the bit. Of course, they want to open. They want to get people employed again. They want to start doing business. Because so many of them, Chris, have said that, uh, you know, they had maybe a month, uh, two months at the most that they could hang out, you know, manage to stay alive, keep things going, you know, keep paying their bills and so forth. Uh, And if they don't have access to any of the federal money, they're going to be out of luck. So they're really anxious to get going. But I do think, back to your original question, I do think it's going to be a a little slower opening. People are going to have to get, you know, going. There's a lot of things they're going to have to do to to reorganize and and, uh, get moving again. Mark Grant, Illinois State Director for the National Federation of Independent Business here with the, the WMAY News Feed in the mornings. And, uh, you know, all this comes with a cost. You know, it, money doesn't just come out of thin air for the government. They tax people to get that money. Well, I don't um, know. <laughs> well, depending if you're talking about the Fed, uh, they could the probably Fed. do uh, quantitative easing infinity. But, um, you know, this this is going to come with a cost, right? I mean, we're looking at uh, even here in the state of Illinois, what was like $700 oh, yeah. million dollars is being paid out for uh, unemployment benefits. That's going to dry up Illinois' coffers for that. But, of course, we're going to see money coming from the federal government. You've got these uh, billions and billions and billions of dollars of cost. What concerns do small businesses have when they see this bill piling up uh, for the the taxpayer cost? 
Oh, they're sweating bullets, of course. They uh, they know that at some point the uh, you know the chickens come home to roost, all that kind of good stuff. The the fact is, with all this unemployment going on, there's going to be a price to pay, just like you said, Greg. And they're going to have to end up spending some money on it. Now, how much it's going to be, we don't know yet. In fact, uh, a little bit later this morning, uh, myself and a couple other business organizations are going to be talking with the Illinois Department of Employment Security just to see where we are, see how ooh, bad this might be. Um, and as as many assurances as we're getting from the federal side on they're going to cover a bunch of this unemployment insurance, we're we're concerned. Our members are really concerned that eventually they're going to end up having to pay this bill somehow, some way. And and if we can uh, minimize that pain as much as possible, that's what we aim to do. And it's uh, Mark Grant with us from the Illinois NFIB on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, 744 on the morning news feed with Chris Murphy and Greg Bishop. Mark, let's talk about that. I mean, what can employers expect, you know, as far as that unemployment insurance benefit goes, you know, once all this gets paid? I mean, obviously, we're going to try to get the federal government to pay as much as we can, you know, from the state level. But eventually, the state's going to have to replenish those coffers. Are you looking at any kind of numbers as far as what the insurance premium could be on unemployment for? employers in the post-pandemic? Well, and then following up on that, too, it, it comparing now, before that increase, to other states like neighboring Indiana. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big concern, right? Right, right, right. It is. Well, and we can only take care of ourselves, obviously. Um, and what we've asked for, and it'll take some legislation, is a uh, uh, for, for just the Illinois state costs, you know, our business members' costs, we're looking to try to universalize the the increases that are going to come. In other words, um, you know, get, there's going to be some business, businesses that were just absolutely hammered by this in terms of unemployment, and there's some that aren't affected at all because they were an essential business and they've stayed there. But we're trying to smooth that out as much as possible so that some businesses just simply don't get wiped out by the new costs that are coming. What are those costs going to be? We don't know yet. We can't. You can't even put a number on it yet. I'm going to try to get some of those as close as we can to some numbers later today. But one of the things that we'll look at doing, too, is um, in the past, we've Illinois has, you know, back during 08, 09, uh, you know, we have a trust fund. Well, we blew through the trust fund with all the unemployment. That clearly has happened again. Uh, and so how are we going to pay that back? Well, the, the feds have said, well, we're going to give you some time to pay that back without any interest. We're not going to get there in their probably in their time frame if it's if it's January of 2021 that's just you can't do that with the kind of money we're looking at so um, we're going to ask to see if we can get that even you know pushed out further and if we can't do that we'll find other ways to uh, finance this if it means going and getting bonds on for the business groups to do this for businesses to do this rather we'll look at doing that Mark Grant, uh, Illinois State Director for the National Federation of Independent Business. Illinois also facing um, small businesses looking at uh, another minimum wage increase coming up this summer. Um, <laughs> how does that work into all of this with you know the expected increased costs for unemployment insurance sometime down the line? You've got increased empl- uh, labor costs uh, right down the line uh, expected. The governor saying that uh, that's going to go forward. Um, <laughs> How does, what, what does this do for Illinois' business climate in general? So, Greg, you've given me the uh, honor to just providing all sorts of good, bad news. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, it's not like I mean to. It's just these are important things <laughs> that businesses are thinking to. about. He totally means to. <laughs> what, what else are we going to do to the poor business community? Well, as you know, there is another 
uh, uh, minimum wage hike coming in July, 75 cents an hour. So that puts us up to an even $10 per hour. Um, we've asked the governor, several of us in the business community have asked the governor and legislators to push this back for a year. We have that hike coming, and then there's another hike coming that'll be January 1st. So basically the next six months, it's another buck seventy-five an hour. The year at $11 an hour. Businesses, I mean, this is really hard to handle. It's just as you said, Greg, there's uh, not only is it the dollar per hour or $2 per hour, it's not just that. It's all the other costs that, that go into that, that that you have to pay. And when you when you have an entry level at that level, then everybody else's pay goes up, and we get that. Uh, it, had, it had actually been doing that on its own just because the economy was so good. But that being said, you know, you've got higher costs when it comes to work comp, and that's a whole other issue I don't even want to talk about today. <laughs> and uh, we've got, you know... Uh, Again, the unemployment costs are going to be going up. So it's it's going to be a really, really uphill climb for businesses, not just to come out of this this uh, coronavirus whenever that happens, but it's going to be tough when we get to um, – it's going to be tough when we get uh, to next year, 2021. I, you know, it's going to be hard to see what's going to happen for some of these guys. And, uh, and uh, we, you know, we're going to do our best to try to help them get through it. But – you know, there's so much in terms of large economic factors that um, it, it's going to be it's going to be tough on our business well, folks for sure. And Mark, uh, you mentioned the um, um, workers' comp issues. Uh, we did have uh, the Sangamon County courts put a temporary restraining order, essentially uh, yes. temporarily pausing that COVID nineteen workers' comp emergency rule that was passed uh, seemingly unilaterally without the legislature's involvement. So um, the business yeah. community sued for that. Uh, Sangamon County Courts uh, put a put a hold on that. There's going to be a hearing uh, sometime early next month, uh, so we'll see where that goes. But uh, that's also right, a concern right. for some of your members out there because there are you know your members who may be in retail, small retail stores, or other independent businesses that are considered um, uh, essential, and their employees are out there working. Uh, what's the what's that kind of impact to do for somebody's bottom line to be able to uh, keep their business afloat and hire more people and invest in their operations? Well, those are a lot of questions all in one, but I'll tell you, Greg, uh, this work comp rule, this work comp rule is, it was done wrong. They didn't, they didn't follow the procedures as they should have, uh, it kind of in the, you know, 11th hour kind of deal. But, but that being said, uh, there, there is a, a temporary restraining order out there that our friends from the retail merchants and manufacturers association, uh, Put, put forward. We sure appreciate that. And, and we're, we're going to watch that closely and, and try it at some point to be a part of that as well. And if IB wants to be a part of that. So it, what's it mean to our work? Anytime you're increasing costs, and as you well know, worker comp costs in Illinois are some of the highest in the country. Our businesses have been facing that for a long, long time. Anything that you do that is a big, broad, sweeping rule change like that is going to have a major impact on a business's bottom line. Now, of course, the more workers you have, the more costs you're going to have. And it's not just small guys like the, the small business owners that we're, that we're engaged in. It's also large businesses. They're concerned about this as well. Um, and but we also understand we don't want to be like the big bad guys and say, oh, there isn't, you know, the, the people who, who get the coronavirus don't deserve the, the appropriate kinds of treatments that they need to get. Is it going to be workers' comp? Is it going to be hospitalization, insurance? I mean, those that's the thing. And, and to have a sweeping rule go through like that, um, we just thought was completely wrong and costly. All right, Mark Grant from the NFIB of Illinois. Uh, thanks for taking the time, and uh, we'll check in with you as we go along. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.